0: Welcome to Nika in the Know, a podcast for healthcare providers in the HIV field. I'm Mariana Brateman. With me is John Farragon. Hey, John.
1: Hi, Mariana. How are you doing today?
0: Great. Okay, so let's dive right in. HIV can be a difficult disease. And in the last few episodes, we've covered a lot of topics ranging from PrEP to PEP and initial treatment, everything that the AETC can help you with if you need training or consultation, you know, we're here to help. In this episode of Nika in the Know, we wanted to take some time to review common online and application-based resources that either the AETC has developed or other ones that are reputable and can be helpful in different situations. So John, are there some common websites that we can recommend to people for guidance on HIV treatment?
1: Yeah. So that's, those are awesome. Some great things to kind of go over today. And uh, we, you know, we thought this would be a good thing to go over for people just to make sure that they, you know, know where to get information if they need it for HIV. So obviously, you know, when it comes to a treatment for HIV infection, you know, there's a few key websites that I would always recommend to people out there, um, who especially those who are trying to learn new information or, or who need help with, uh, antiretroviral therapy. Right. And, um, So for those of you who are driving today and listening, you know, you you might not be able to write things down, but if you're sitting somewhere and you can write things down, obviously these are great websites to to, to copy down, but they're easy to find if you just go to the the search engines. Um, The first one that I think is the best is the DHHS Guidelines, which is um, the Department of Health and Human Services, uh, which is located at www.clinicalinfo.hiv.gov. So it's clinicalinfo, all one word, .hiv.gov. And uh, this is really the main portal portal for the for the HHS guidelines, which are, are really great. Um, within the guidelines section, if you go to that main page, um, you can find information on HIV treatment for adults um, and also for adolescents. There's also information on pediatric and, and HIV, um, uh, perinatal HIV infection. And there's a nice section on opportunistic infections as well. Uh, and even now, there's a, if you go there uh, just today, there's... You know, there's information that's on uh, HIV and COVID nineteen, and how to manage HIV in the COVID nineteen era. just some of those clinical considerations. So, and there's more. There's more that's there than than what I'm than what I'm mentioning too. But all these sections are really excellent resources that provide evidence based uh, rated recommendations for HIV management. Um, and most of these are obviously from uh, from from some of the some of the uh, the nation's leading. Uh, H, even global um, experts on, on HIV. Um, also contained within this um, portal is a drug database of common meds used in HIV infection. So if you're just looking for basic information, there's monographs uh, for, for each of the meds that has basic information on dosing, adverse events, and, and drug interactions. And and it's really really a great great resource resource to go. And for most people who are practicing in the U.S., it really is probably the the go-to website for national HIV guidance. Um, Uh, on, on, on treatment. And that, again, coming from the Department of Health and Human Services, it's a great, great resource.
0: That sounds incredibly helpful. And, you know, also timely in terms of the information that they have with COVID-19. What else is out there in terms of treatment information?
1: Yeah. So another, another great place to go, Mariana, is uh, what what I, um, I like to use this as well. It's called uh, the International Aid Society-USA Guidelines. Um, so these are um, these guidelines are very similar to, to DHHS, but these are located at uh, the website www.iasusa.org. So International aid Society, iasusa.org. Um, the guidelines are almost identical to DHHS, and as far as some as far as some of the recommendations, oftentimes it's very uh, very similar. People on both panels, uh, a lot of times some of the same experts. But the difference is that this guideline is usually updated every two years. And it's published in uh, in the Journal of the American Medical Association, so JAMA. And this JAMA article is really kind of a, a great top line overview of HIV management, and uh, it's a great guideline that I use a lot to teach pharmacy students, but also for if you're if you happen to be out there teaching medical residents, and even for basic information, that, you know, although it's it's technical it's technical, right? But I think it's pretty straightforward and, and easy to easy easy to understand. And I see it as kind of a shorter summary of the, of the total IAS USA guidelines, and it's a much more uh, quicker read, I think, for basic information. So while their, their treatment recommendations are very similar, there might be some slight differences here and there from, from the Department of Health and Human Services, but still, these really are pretty much um, accepted and, and evidence-based, and there's also ratings on there too, which I, I think really, really, really help, help us to decide what to do with antiretroviral therapy. Covers prep. There's information on, on um, uh, post-exposure prophylaxis. A lot of the new regimens are in there as well. And again, this is again uh, uh, put together by some of the nation's leading experts in, in HIV. So isusa.org is really a great place to go as well.
0: Okay. Now what about case-based learning or continuing education that may contain CE or CME credits? Where can folks go to get information about that?
1: Yes, yeah, so again, a great question, Mariana, And I think many of us, you know, you know that many of you are aware of the ATCs. We've kind of talked about this, but, you know, we do a lot of these trainings. We do a lot of C and, and a lot of our, lot of our uh, trainings that are online for people are C or CME credit, uh, you know, providing CME or C credits. But a great place to go for this, I think, is the the national ATC website and also your local ATC website. So um, uh, so there is great resources and links to education and some of which actually may contain C credits. So our local ATC website is the, is the www.nicaatc so dot org, And also the National Coordinating Center which is the national um uh, ATC website is located at www dot aids etc.org so aids and then education training center etc.org um, these are great places to go for uh, for continuing education credits and also to get some basic case based learning um probably the best place to go though now i think is is really um they just went through the second uh version is our is our national hiv curriculum the a- the atc has a national curriculum that's been developed um this is located at uh www.hiv.uw.edu. So this is coming out of the University of Washington, and there's a there's a physician David Spack who's kind of spearheaded a lot of this work. And it's really a great resource if you're looking for for CE credits around HIV. Um, it also, I think, what's great about it, it actually contains cases. Um, it can it has question banks, clinical scenarios that can help you kind of work through case based. Um, uh, situations that will help you decide how to manage certain uh, certain situations in, in, in HIV. They have modules on basically every single aspect of, of HIV treatment, and really, this is a great place to learn. I cannot say enough about how well this curricul- curriculum is. And, and um, if you go to the website, you know, you, it's it's a little overwhelming because there's so much information. But if you if you click on specific sections that you're interested in you really, I think, can get some really great information. And again, most of those are CE or CME accredited as well. It's a great place to learn.
0: Yeah, it sounds like there's a lot out there for basic information on HIV. But are there resources available for providers who may be faced with more complex clinical decisions or, you know, managing patients who may be more advanced?
1: Yeah, so this is this is where it gets a little bit more complex. But, you know, there are websites that are out there, Marianna, that can help people. And again, you know, certainly the ATC, we're always available to help as well. If you contact us, that's what we're here for. We're here for consultation and to help people. But, you know, there, there a lot of the sometimes these cases become so complex, especially if somebody uh, goes on to fail regimens. And um, a lot of the inf- information, even in the resources that we previously, previously discussed can be helpful. But, but some of the um, some of the more difficult cases can involve some complex drug interactions or or even resistance testing interpretation. And those are just two two common examples for me as a pharmacist. The questions I get a lot in some of our complex patients is either on resistance testing and how to interpret those tests and also on drug-to-drug interactions. So for drug interactions, there's a large database um, of tables that's in the DHHS guideline. So um, uh, so you can go and you can download that whole database. And this is a great resource and that it lists virtually all clinically relevant uh, drug interactions by, by HIV drug class. So for example, uh, protease inhibitors, uh, non-nucleoside reverse transcriptase inhibitors, integrase inhibitors, all by class. And then what's listed At the same time, you'll see that it's listed a lot of the common primary care medication classes that may potentially interact with those HIV classes. So really you can go to the class of HIV meds that you're looking for, find the primary care medications. For example, if you're looking for anticonvulsants or cardiac medications, anticoagulants, anything like anything along the lines of primary care. And you can go to that table and you can find the information that you're looking for and get that information. This really is um, a, a, um, a great resource in that it, it really contains great clinical guidance on how to manage the interaction as best as we know, based on some of the clinical data that's out there and also some peak, some pharmacokinetic data as well. So you'll often find if there's a dosage limitation, that'll say that in the guidelines. Sometimes it'll just say, you know, it's unknown, just monitor the patient. But if there is a, there is a specific recommendation, the DHHS guidelines are very good about making sure in the clinical guidance that there's actually that, that recommendation to help you do that. And these charts really are currently being converted um, to an app format. And again, there is an app that's available now. Um, it's still out there that, that we created actually at, at uh, NECA, uh, NECA ATC a few years ago. However, um, the, the app is, is, kind of outdated. So we are in the process of, of reformating that and hopefully those will be launched, launched in, in the next month. So, so when you're hearing this, it's today, it's, it's in, uh, early February, but hopefully by by March or April, we'll have those available. And in fact, by the time, hopefully, that even by the time this is published, it may actually even be out there. So just take a take a look for that. Um. So another great site for drug interactions is the Liverpool Drug Interaction Sites. So this is another great place. It's a site that's actually uh, from the United Kingdom, from the UK. So some of the information you got to be careful of because it may not be specific to the United States label. Uh, But still very helpful for this type of drug drug interaction information. There's also an app that's available that many clinicians use regularly for this type of of clinical question. And again, I hope once our apps are uh, are established that you use ours as well. But this is located at HIV dash so www.hiv-druginteractions.com all all one word. Just don't forget the dash right Um, in the between the HIV and the drug interactions. But it's a really a great great. Uh, website for 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 drug interactions. So that's kind of one one piece of it. So the other thing that comes up again, as I mentioned before, with complex patients is really HIV uh, resistance, and it's a complex area of HIV care. That um, it's it's funny as I get older, I realize that um, you know in, in in ten or fifteen years, there's not going to be a lot of people that have seen a lot of the significant resistance panels that some of us who've been doing this for a long time. And I. Mean, I started in HIV care in 1996 and certainly those people that started in the eighties, right? So um, there's, people are going to need help with resistance as patients get more and more complex as they, as they age uh, especially those people who are treatment experience. But briefly there's, there's a database that's located at um, www it's HIVDB, So for database.stanford.edu. So it actually comes from Stanford university. And this is really a great website that actually has a repository of, of genotype information that can be helpful when determining regimens for patients with HIV resistance. So what, what I do, for example, if, if somebody wants me to look at their resistance testing, I go back and I look at all the genotypes. you got to pull every single one that you've had uh, for that patient and you collect all the mutations and you just write them all down. And you take you take all the written mutations down and you plug them into this Stanford database. Um, and and basically you, you you analyze it and it'll actually come out with a report that actually helps you to determine which drugs might be best for that patient. There's some nuances to it. There's, you obviously have to understand resistance a little bit. There are some little things that are, that, are um, that may not actually be in the database that you might know about the patient or about what the patient's looking for, for a regimen. But at the end of the day, you really get a detailed analysis of those mutations. And in particularly the most important piece, it'll tell you which medications are gonna work and which ones aren't gonna work and which ones are the best choices and which ones maybe might even be changes in dosing. For example, it might tell you to give twice a day for one drug versus once a day because of the mutations that are there. But really, this is a great website for us to be using that really helps us to put together a regimen for some of our most, most complex patients. So again, drug interactions, drug resistance, a couple different places to go to, but I think all uh, very, very uh, helpful if, if you're managing HIV infection.
0: So. Whew, okay, that was a lot to cover and to keep track of all in one episode. Um, is there anything else that you want to talk about or mention before we wrap up any other resources?
1: Yeah, and I guess few is the word of the day, right? This is, that's a lot of information, right? So we cover a lot of websites and there is a lot to, um, to, to HIV uh, treatment and, and sometimes it does get complex and hopefully these these will be helpful. Just a, Just a few extra ones that I think that are really good. Um, the one I like it, you know, for, um, for those of you who practice in New York state, uh, there is the New York state department of health website that has information on the HV on their HIV guidelines. Now they're a little bit different from the national guidelines, but again, they're, they're helpful. So it's www.havguidelines.org. So it's all one word. Um, so especially if, you know, even if you're not from New York state, there's some good resources there, which you can go to. Um, the other one I really like to look at every once in a while, especially for drug interactions and, uh, drug information is, uh, the, um, the Toronto general hospital has a website. It's www.hivclinic.ca. It's coming from Canada. So hivclinic.ca. This is a great website for, uh, from the immunodeficiency clinic there in Toronto. And it's a great resource for drug interactions and other information as well, but they have a lot of great charts there, which, you know, I can't say enough about and It's updated to the um, the PharmDs and the physicians that are there really keep their information updated, as does the Liverpool website. It's very good. That UK website, it's excellent. The DHHS guidelines update as well, but they're not as not as quickly as some of these other ones. But again, still, the HHS is really a great, great reference as well. And then finally, I just, you know, um, the cdc.gov uh, forward slash end HIV uh, forward slash is a great place to go to review uh, some of the end of the epidemic plan for America, which I think are, are really helpful. But these are just three uh, additional online resources which which I wanted to highlight today. But know that if you use if you use the uh, these these websites, these five or six websites, six or seven that we covered today, you really you'd have really kind of a, a great repository of common places to go for general information on HIV. And if your patients get more complex, you know, with drug interactions, you know, you can certainly certainly use those websites. Again, I can't say it enough though. The ATC is here to help you. We're here to assist. And if you, if you need help, you know, come, uh, you know, go to our website, call us, contact us, and we'll certainly do our best to, to, to help you out as best we can for your, for your patients.
0: Thanks so much, John, for going through all of these resources and, you know, letting folks know where they can go to get information about HIV and drug interactions. We, Really hope you learned something new today. To learn more about ATC's work and our role in ending the HIV epidemic, visit us at www.nicaatc.org. It was one of the websites that John mentioned earlier. That's www.NECAATC.org. If you have questions or comments about anything we covered today, or if you have suggestions for topics you'd like to hear us talk about, don't hesitate to email us at podcast at stay safe and we'll see you next time for the next episode of nika in the know this presentation is supported by the health resources and services administration hrsa of the u.s department of health and human services hhs the contents are those of the authors and do not necessarily represent the official views of nor an endorsement by HERSA, HHS, or the US government.